everyone in this class we'll try to learn about basal ganglia the learning objectives of this class would be to name the parts of basal ganglia list the inputs outputs and internal connections of basal ganglia understand the influence of direct and indirect pathways on motor functions list the functions of basal ganglia understand the physiological physiological basis of etiology features and management of parkinsonism and mention the abnormalities of huntington's disease define chorea athetosis and balism basal ganglia are group of deep subcortical nuclei located at the base of forebrain they are primarily involved in control of posture and movement unlike cerebellum basal ganglia do not receive inputs directly from the spinal cord they also do not directly project to the brain stem areas that control motor activities they receive inputs mainly from the cortex and project to the cortex via thalamus basal ganglia project mainly to brain stem areas that give rise to so called extrapyramidal tracts via their cortical connections therefore basal ganglia mainly influence extrapyramidal functions and consequently they are classified as important extrapyramidal structures lesions of basal ganglia produces abnormal movements and severe deficits in control of posture if you see the anatomy of basal ganglia it mainly includes caudate nucleus and the putamen and globus pallidus so the subthalamic nucleus and substantia nigra are also included in the basal ganglia the caudate nucleus and putamen are together known as striatum that is neostriatum and putamen and globus pallidus are commonly known as lenticular nucleus that is the paleostriatum the globus pallidus is divided into external part that is globus pallidus externus and internal part that is globus pallidus internus substantia nigra divided into uh, two parts that is pars compacta and pars reticulata so these are the subcortical structures of the basal ganglia where it is showing caudate nucleus putamen which makes the striatum and uh, the putamen and globus pallidus together it makes the lenticular nucleus the globus pallidus again it has a external segment as well as internal segment and where uh, substantia nigra has two parts pars compacta and pars reticular and uh, you have a subthalamus which is adjacent to the substantia nigra <coughs> the basal ganglia uh in contrast to cerebellum it do not receive direct sensory input from the peripheral structures like cerebellum the spinal cord or sensory nuclei in the brain stem the main input input to the basal ganglia come from cerebral cortex the basal ganglia also receives input from thalamus dorsal raphenucleus and pedunculopontine region of the brain stem most afferent information enters basal ganglia via striatum that is caudate nucleus and putamen the afferent fibers are the corticostriate projections basal ganglia receive afferents from all parts of the cerebral cortex via corticostriate projection 
putamen receives input mainly from the sensory motor cortex and caudate nucleus receives input from the remainder of the cortex thalamostriate projection the central median nucleus of the thalamus projects into striatum via thalamostriate projections then raphestriate projection striatum receives these inputs from the dorsal raphe nucleus there are also pedunculostriate projections uh, where it receives information from the pedunculostriate nucleus of brain stem and which is going to project to the basal ganglia the outputs the principal output nucleus of the basal ganglia is the internal segment of the globus pallidus the fiber project mainly to the ventral lateral ventral anterior and central median nuclei of the thalamus from where the fibers project to the prefrontal and premotor cortices the extraparental pathways mainly originate from these cortical structures the output from the internal segment of the globus pallidus to the thalamus is inhibitory whereas the output from the thalamus to the cerebral cortex is excitatory the pars reticulata portion of substantia nigra projects to the thalamus the basal ganglia also project to the pedicloepontine nucleus habenula and superior colliculus the main fe- feature of input and output of basal ganglia is that cerebral cortex project to the striatum striatum projects into the internal segment of globus pallidus and globus pallidus projects to the thalamus which projects back to the cortex completing a motor loop these are different inputs uh, to the striatum they mainly from the ipsilateral cortex uh, they from the dorsal naf- uh, raphe nucleus globus pallidus and from thalamus and pedicular pontine nucleus and also from the contralateral cortex the main output uh, nuclei of the basal ganglia is globus pallidus in turn where it is going to send its information to the uh, the ventroposterior lateral and central median part of the thalamus mainly and to the uh, ponto ppn nucleus and also to the subthalamic nucleus and substantia nigra sends information to the thalamus the ppn and uh, superior colliculus connections within the basal ganglia the major connection within the basal ganglia are as follows there are nigrostriatal projection where the pars compacta portion of the substantia nigra projects to striatum the nigrostriatal projection is dopaminergic and degeneration of this system produces parkinsonism striatonigral projection striatum also projects to the substantia nigra the striatonigral projection is inhibitory and the neurotransmitter secreted this pathway is gaba the degeneration of this pathway produces huntington's disease projections from subthalamic nucleus to globus pallidus internus uh, subthalamic nucleus projects to the internal segment of the globus pallidus and this projection is excitatory neural pathways through basal ganglia the inputs interconnections and outputs constitute two important neural pathways through the basal ganglia that are involved in the control of motor activities and these are direct pathway and the indirect pathway so 
so here are the different connections of uh, direct and indirect pathway the direct pathway cortex uh, in where the cortex projects to the striatum and striatum projects to globus pallidus internus which projects to thalamus and the thalamus in turn projects to the motor cortex so this is called as direct pathway the projection of cortex to striatum is excitatory where they are glutaminergic and projection of striatum to globus pallidus internus is inhibitory they are GABAergic and projection from the globus pallidus to internus uh, to the thalamus they are inhibitory thus stimulation of the striatum results in stimulation of thalamus by disinhibition the direct pathway is stimulated during the movement and usually the neurons in the striatum have less resting background activity during movement they are activated by inputs from the cerebral cortex and thalamus and activation of striatum inhibits globus pallidus internus however the palatal neurons themselves are inhibitory to thalamus therefore activation of striatum finally excites the thalamus neurons consequently the target neurons in the motor cortex are stimulated via thalamocortical projection an indirect pathway where it involves the connection from striatum to the external segment of globus pallidus which projects to the subthalamic nucleus subthalamic nucleus projects to internal segment of globus pallidus which in turn projects to the thalamus in this pathway striatum inhibits globus pallidus externus which inhibits subthalamic nucleus and subthalamic nucleus activates globus pallidus internus therefore stimulation of the striatum activates globus pallidus internus through this indirect pathway the final output of striatum through this indirect pathway is inhibitory as globus pallidus internus activation inhibits th thalamocortical projections okay so here you can observe the direct and indirect pathways the direct pathway involves cortex to the striatum um, from there it goes to the globus pallidus intern so then it goes to the the thalamus then back to the motor cortex okay so here uh, the striatum inhibits the globus pallidus interna and globus pallidus uh, inhibits the thalamus uh, that causes disinhibition and stimulation of the striatum excites the uh, the motor cortex okay so the direct pathway is always excitatory whereas in indirect pathway where it starts from the cortex to the striatum this goes to the globus pallidus externus then to the subthalamic nucleus back to the globus pallidus interna thalamus and to the motor cortex okay so here striatum inhibits globus internus and the globus sorry globus externus and globus externus inhibits the subthalamic nuclei so there will be stimulation of subthalamic nucleus which uh, is going to uh, excite globus pallidus interna but globus pallidus interna inhibits the thalamus and that in turn inhibits the motor cortex so the stimulation of inhibitory is always negative that is the the balance between this direct and indirect pathway uh, is going to decide whether it, it is going to be uh, inhibitory or uh, excited but normally the inhibitory influence of uh, the indirect pathway uh, is going to dominate
modulation by nigrostriatal projection. The direct and indirect pathways have opposite effects. Normally, there is a balance between these two pathways. Alteration of activity in either pathways leads to imbalance in motor input from basal ganglia. Therefore, in basal ganglia disorders, both hypo and hyperkinetic features are observed. Another important connection of these pathways is the nigrostriatal projections. The dopaminergic projections from pars compact of the substantia nigra to the stratum appears to have an excitatory influence on the direct pathway and inhibitory influence on the indirect pathway. It also modulates the input from the cortex to the striatum. Therefore, the projection from substantia nigra to striatum is important physiologically. The neurons in the striatum are usually cholinergic. In striatum, the ratio of acetylcholine and dopamine keeps the striatal neurons active. Alteration in this ratio results in abnormalities of motor activities. So here you can see the importance of substantia nigra. Uh, this is the diagram showing the basal ganglia, the direct pathway and the indirect pathway. The direct pathway is from cortex to striatum, then to globus pallidus uh, interna, thalamus and back to the cortex where we studied that it is always have a positive influence that is uh, it increases the muscle tone whereas indirect pathway from cortex to the striatum to the globus pallidus externa, then subthalamic nucleus, globus pallidus interna, thalamus and back to the cortex where it has a negative influence on the muscle tone. If you see the effect of uh, the substantia nigra on the carpus triatum, the substantia nigra is going to produce uh, dopamine, uh, dopamine 1 and 2, dopamine 1 is uh, excitatory on the uh, direct pathway and uh, the dopamine 2 has uh, negative influence on the indirect pathway. In Parkinsonism where uh, there will be deficiency of the dopamine, it is going to increase the activity of acetylcholine and it is going to decrease the activity of the dopamine in the carpus striatum because of which the acetylcholine and dopamine balance is going to be affected and uh, so that influences the direct pathway. Okay, so that is why in Parkinsonism, where there is a dopamine deficiency, the direct pathway is facilitated, so the muscle tone is increased. And also there is also increase in the acetylcholinergic activity that causes some of the hyperkinetic symptoms like tremors in Parkinsonism. See the subdivisions of striatum striatum is sub subdivided into two zones striosomes and matrix striosomes uh, the limbic system mainly projects to the striosomes of striatum therefore striatosomal part of the basal ganglia is concerned with limbic function and matrix this zone receives projection from the motor cortex and thus matrix zone of basal ganglia is connected with the motor function Coming to the functions of basal ganglia, the neurons of basal ganglia are observed to discharge before the movement begins. This indicates that basal ganglia is involved in planning and programming of motor activities. The basal ganglia controls posture. The basal ganglia thalamic cortical projection to brainstem influences descending pathways that control posture.
the diseases of basal ganglia results in profound postural abnormalities. Basal ganglia inhibits stretch reflexes by stimulation of caudate nucleus. This is achieved by stimulation of inhibitory motor cortex through thalamocortical feedback pathway and stimulation of inhibitory reticular formation. Neostriatum regulates subconscious gross movements. Basal ganglia also play a role in cognitive function. This is especially performed by the caudate nucleus through its connection with the frontal portion of the neocortex. Lesion of the caudate nucleus results in deficits in performance based on learning. Lesion of the head of the left caudate nucleus associated with dysarthritic aphasia that is difficulty in art articulating words. Globus pallidus provides input for appropriate muscle tone for skilled movements. Substantia nigra is the center for coordination of the impulses essential for skilled movements. Basal ganglia controls associated movements that occur automatically and normally with the various body movements. And that occur automatically and normally with various body movements. Lesion of the basal ganglia in animal does not lead to significant motor deficit. However, disease of the basal ganglia in human result in severe motor dysfunctions. Coming to the Parkinson's disease, Parkinson's disease uh, is uh, described by James Parkinson's, uh, which results from the degeneration of the nigrostriatal dopaminergic neurons. With the age, there is a progressive loss of dopamine and dopamine receptors in the basal ganglia. When this process is accentuated, Parkinsonism results. Some of the causes for Parkinsonism are uh, idiopathic could be because of the drugs and MPP. Uh, the cause of the degeneration of the dopaminergic neurons sometimes it is not exactly known. So that is why it is idiopathic. Sometimes it occurs secondary to secondary to chronic use of many drugs like phenothiazine, which is antipsychotic, and uh, due to receptor blockers. MPP. So it has been recently described that the methylphenylpyridinium concentration in the brain of Parkinsonism is high. The MPP is formed from the methylphenyltetrahydropyridinium that is MPTP by action of monoamine oxidase B enzyme. MPP rapidly accumulates in the neurons of basal ganglia and destroys them. Some of the features of uh, Parkinsonism are they, they can be both hypokinetic and hyperkinetic movements. Uh, some of the hypokinetic movements are akinesia, bradykinesia and decreased associated movements. Akinesia is defined as a uh, difficulty in initiating movements and a decreased spontaneous movements. Whereas bradykinesia is defined as slowness of the movement. Example for associated movements which are swinging of the arms during walking of the facial expression uh, and facial expression during speaking. These are associated movements are grossly diminished in Parkinsonism. The patient suffering from Parkinsonism speaks without any emotional expression. So that is why uh, there will be mask face or you can see the expressionless face in them. Some of the hyperkinetic movements are 
rigidity, uh, tremor and fascinating gait. The rigidity of Parkinsonism is different from spasticity that occurs in upper motor neuron paralysis. In rigidity, motor neuron discharge is increased in both agonist and antagonist. Therefore, the limb, limbs offer resistance to passive bending throughout the movement, so which is also called as lead pipe rigidity. Sometimes there can be cogwheel rigidity that is series of uh, catches during passive movement, which is seen. However, the clasp knife rigidity that is sudden loss of resistance while moving the rigid limb uh, of human paralysis is never seen Parkinsonism. So these are some of the symptoms in Parkinsonism as said. So there can be mask like face, the asymmetric resting tremor, postural instability, uh, there can be rigidity, uh, reduced arm swing that is associated movement, slow movement and there can be uh, shuffling steps with the Parkinsonism gait that is fascinating gait. So, Tremor occurs due to the regular alternating contraction of the agonist muscles at a frequency of, uh, frequency of about uh, 8 per second. Typically, tremor is observed only at the rest. Once the patient initiates the movement, tremor disappears. So, this is described as a resting tremor. As I told, the fascinating gait, uh, the patient walks with an attitude that as if uh, he is trying to catch the center of gravity. Usually, he bends forward but does not fall, instead takes short and shuffling steps. Treatment for Parkinsonism The dopamine has to be replaced. The dopamine cannot cross the blood-brain barrier. Therefore, L-dopa, a precursor of dopamine that easily crosses blood-brain barrier, is a drug of choice for Parkinsonism. Uh, it also repairs dopamine deficiency. Other dopamine agonists like promocryptin also can be used. Anticholinergics. Though the Parkinson's disease occurs due to the dopamine deficiency in the stratum, the alteration in the ratio of dopamine to acetylcholine plays an important role. Therefore, injection of anticholinergic that decreases the acetylcholine concentration in the basal ganglia and uh, it is going to re-establish the acetylcholine uh, dopamine ratio and improves the symptoms. Deprinil which is going to inhibit monoamine uh, oxidase B therefore prevents the formation of MPP from MPTP. The transplantation of the adrenal gland, transplantation of the adrenal medulla especially uh, from one of the adrenal gland of the patient into the basal ganglia helps in the regeneration of the dopaminergic neurons. The implantation of the fetal basal ganglia, that is uh, the implantation of the tissue from basal ganglia of fetus into the basal ganglia of uh, the patient improves the condition. The transplantation of the glomacels, recently for the treatment of Parkinsonism, glomacels of the carotid body are isolated and uh, transplanted to the basal ganglia. The glomacel releases the dopamine locally. And this has been found to be encouraging. Other diseases related to the basal ganglia are Huntington's disease. This genetic defect of autosomal dominant type 
and it occurs due to the defective gene on the chromosome 4. The gene codes for Huntington an abnormal protein that causes this particular disease. So this is caused because of the degeneration of the GABAergic striatonigral pathway. GABAergic and cholinergic neurons are lost in the striatum. Features of Huntington's disease are the disease usually starts between the age of 30 to 40 and progress uniformly till the death occurs within 10 to 15 years. The disease has three important features, chorea, dementia and slurred speech. Chorea is defined as a rapidly in, uh, rapid involuntary and dancing movement. The chorea is uh, called Huntington's chorea. It is believed that loss of GABAergic neurons in the striatum removes its inhibitory influence on the globus paradus which reduces the activities in the thalamic nucleus that results in chorea. Dementia occurs due to the simultaneous and progressive loss of cholinergic neurons in the cerebral cortex. Slurring speech uh, gradually uh, occurs in Huntington's disease. There is no definite treatment for Huntington's chorea so this and this disease is progressively fatal. Balism. Balism is defined as an involuntary movement that are flailing, intense and violent in nature. Usually it occurs suddenly and balism occurs when subthalamic nucleus is damaged. Hemibalism is common than balism uh, and it occurs due to the hemorrhage in the subthalamic nucleus of the opposite side of the brain. Athetosis is defined as a continuous but slow writhing movement. It occurs due to the damage to the striatum. Chorea is defined as rapid involuntary dancing movements and it occurs due to the damage to the correct nucleus atis, as it is seen in rheumatic fever or Huntington's chorea. So this is in brief about uh, the basal ganglia, its connection uh, and uh, the applied aspects Parkinsonism. Thank you.